Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Beebe. And I'm another one of your big boys, John George. And John, uh, this is a really exciting time because we're back. That's our un- the unofficial slogan of our podcast. Yep. Uh, and what's cool is that nothing happened between the last podcast and this one. Nope, nothing at all happened. Just sort of sat in this room yep. for a long time. Just had nothing to talk about. Yeah, and now we finally have something to talk about. Finally. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we, we were just waiting for yeah. this moment when we finally have something to talk about again. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a long, dry spell. Um, you know, no one got engaged. Nope. Not anyone in this room. I'm not engaged at all. No. I would never be engaged. It would be embarrassing. It Honestly, be embarrassing. pretty cringe if you were engaged. Yeah. Would be very cringe if I actually baby I do have news. I am engaged. What the fuck? I mean, I'm engaged to be to be wed. Oh my god. Well, John, where's my ring? Uh, I threw it away. God. <laughs> well, then we're not really engaged, are no, we? No, we're not. Um I I am engaged. I have been busy. Um, but I don't have a job anymore, so I don't know what, what I've been busy doing. Yeah, that's also the other thing that yeah. happened between episodes. Yeah, which is kind of sad. It has yeah. been, I, I was a different man on our last episode. Which Honestly, was, yeah. What was our last episode about? Um, Feels like a whole other world away. It was Puss in Boots. Oh, yeah. Jeez. I think it was Puss in Boots. I was a different man when I saw Puss in Boots. Yeah. Now I'm just watching Mario and John Wick. Yeah. And I'm a whole new person. Yeah. So... Damn. <laughs> well, congratulations on the engagement. I mean, Thanks. I told you that in real life before, but yeah. I want it on but record now. But now it's official because yeah. it's on audio. No one can say I'm a bad friend now. Yeah, exactly. Because there's proof. It has been. An, it's been a while since we got engaged, so it took you a while to officially. It's yeah. been like a, over a month now. Yeah, so It took you a true. while to officially do it, so you're kind of a bad friend. Well, I was thinking about tweeting it, but every time I try and tweet it, Elon deletes the tweet. Yeah. So That's a fair excuse. Yeah. I, I believe that. It's because yeah. I, I made a, a Substack post the other day oh, yeah. that literally just said, congratulations, john yeah um, you can't do that can't do it Substack, anymore not allowed Substack not allowed baby get yeah. off the platform <laughs> twitter's for people who don't like Substack, like me twitter's for tweeting twitter i only. tweet i tweet on twitter i never post videos or links to other websites because yeah. i don't go to other websites we're only here you don't need to go to other websites that's a hundred percent true i mean honestly what's on twitter that you can't get on any other website i can get anything yeah medical advice yeah Porn. Porn. <laughs> I think you actually can get porn on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, for sure. Okay. See? Exactly. Yeah. You can get anything. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, this those are like bit, the, this those are like the two things. Yeah. This is legit. This Elon's ain't, really... Ain't no bit. He's turned... Um, I guess I can say this on the record. <laughs> One of uh, my girlfriend's co-workers apparently enjoys Elon, mm. and she had to be very quiet during a meeting <laughs> when he started praising Yeah. Him. Some people still enjoy Elon. Crazy. Yeah. Certified Elon enjoyers. I mean, they're going to be the only ones left on Twitter at a certain point. Yeah, they will be. Once, so, uh, once Elon reads my mind and figures out that I don't agree with him, he's mm-hmm. going to delete my account. Oh, and, yeah. And yeah, big boy movies will cease to exist on Twitter. Yeah. Not that it ever really existed on yeah. Twitter to begin <laughs> we had with. A, we had a, we had a yeah. Twitter at some point. Listen, I don't we know if do. they... <laughs> Can we talk about this? I don't know if they get Twitter in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> so I don't think it matters. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're from Saudi Arabia, you obviously know this news already. Mm-hmm. But for our American listeners, our, our listeners around the world who aren't from Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. we are skyrocketing up the charts in Saudi Arabia, BB. Listen, in Saudi Arabia, they need to get good movie opinions and they know where to go to get them. 
That's right. We peaked at number 35 on the iTunes charts in Saudi Arabia under the film review category. And some people may say that's niche. I don't think so. I no. think that's a very wide audience. Uh, listen, even if it's a niche, it's a niche we've cornered. Yeah, exactly. Not like super effectively, but like the 35th most cornered <laughs> yeah, niche. Exactly. Like and, we're on our way to cornering it. Oh, yeah. We'll get there one day. One, well, day, one day we'll be number one. We will be. I. How do you think it... The reason is because we have the word boys in our title. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm so, we're, that's that's the thing. Me and BB, we sit down. Obviously, we have not weekly meetings, daily meetings mm-hmm. about SEO, about how we're mm-hmm. reaching people. And we're stumped on this one. We don't know yet. So we're just going to keep doing what, we're, yeah. what we've been doing, but more and see if that sort mm-hmm. of skyrockets us to number and of, one. Of course, SEO stands for Saudi Arabia, Arabia. Optimization. Yep. That, that's how you spell it. Arabia. Um, yeah. yeah. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, because they um, like esports now. So that's that's sort of, true. They, they do should, like esports. <laughs> that's something it. that happened between the last episode yeah. and this one. So they changed it to Saudi Arabia yeah. instead to show how much they love electronic e-sports. things. And yeah. Specifically esports. Yeah. I won't get too far into that, but I do partially work for Saudi Arabia now. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're we're back, baby, and we've seen two movies together. Yep, we're we going to talk about both of them, and we also probably have. I actually don't know how big my backlog is. All I know is my backlog is like entirely movies I, I've seen on airplanes. Yeah, basically. What, what have I watched other than those movies? Uh, did we talk about Cocaine Bear? No, we never talked about Cocaine Bear. That's right. You never saw. Cocaine I never Bear. saw Cocaine Bear. Okay, yeah, I have Babylon, which we talked about, and then I only have two other movies after that. I've been bad about logging stuff on Letterboxd recently, so I might have seen more, but... Yeah, I have... I have a lot of movies, but that's just because I rewatched John Wick, basically. And there's a that's lot of true. We have to go through re-watch. that saga. Yeah, we're going to have to. One of our movies is John Wick 4, and I will talk about all my John Wicks. Oh, yeah. Because I watched them all in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a good clickbait title for this uh, episode. That's true. If we this, did clickbait titles. But this would be like a good Eddie Burback video. Yeah, it would. I watched. Yeah, except it's not as extreme as, yeah. as going to every yeah. Rainforest Cafe. Or I watched like every John Wick in one day. You judge it up. I don't yeah. know. Here, People love numbers. So like combined, how many hours is our John Wick movies? Like three hours for the fourth one, like yeah, two and a half really hours for the second two. So what? That's five plus three is eight plus like another two for the first movie, and then transfer that into minutes, and you can like yes, really yes, <laughs> exactly. I watched you know five hundred minutes yeah. of John Wick yeah. in one day. Yeah, exactly. And everyone's like, "Whoa, that's Holy a lot of minutes!" Shit. And then the videos you just sitting in your living room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you watched Karsten Runquist before? He's a letterbox user. I have watched some of his stuff. But that's before. what he does. That's like his brand now. Mm-hmm. I feel like he he Eddie Burbacked his channel where he did. I spent an entire day in the movie theater and he watched movies all day. Oh, okay. And then most recently he watched 24 hours straight of SpongeBob. Wow. Yeah. All these people are acting like they're Quentin reviews. <laughs> and no one's gonna top Quentin reviews. <laughs> nope, Quentin reviews. I mean, he doesn't even. Act, he doesn't. Act, he doesn't watch. He doesn't do a marathon. He just makes you watch a marathon. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's the genius of yeah, it. Yeah, he's not like I watched all of iCarly it straight. He's mm-hmm. like, no, you're about to watch an eight-hour video on iCarly. Oh straight. yeah, you're, you're about to watch it. eight hours on one half of yeah, iCarly. No, this is even. This is the first part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Second part coming out soon. And he still needs another part for the new iCarly. Yeah. Because he hasn't talked about 
about that at all. Either. I know. God, that guy's he's a he's a hustler. He's what the opposite legend. of Mr. Beast. He is. Mr. Beast is you know, Mr. Beast does things and Quentin makes us do things. Yeah. I love it. Um all right. Movies. Movies. Uh Puss and Boots was the last one we talked about. Yeah, since I mentioned Cocaine Bear, uh I saw Cocaine Bear. Um it was good. It wasn't like I mean, I don't know. My whole thing is like, what is the promise of the movie? Cocaine bear. Mm -hmm. That's what the movie is. Yeah. There's really no, like there's stuff going on in the movie, but you know, a bear does cocaine. And honestly, there's some really grisly murder scenes that I was not expecting, Okay, which honestly made me like it a little bit more. My only issue is that the like showstopper scene where cocaine bear really goes off is in the middle of the movie. Oh. So by the end of the movie, it kind of peters out. Yeah, yeah. The end is honestly the worst part. Okay. Because um, there's just like... for the end, huh? The end is just very rushed. I mean, I guess I could... I, I don't care about spoilers. Yeah, I don't personally. know. If at this point, you've either seen Cocaine Bear or you're never going to see it. But basically, like at the end, there's this side plot with like the drug lord um, who wants the cocaine back and his son's out in the woods trying to find the cocaine and it's the ending's just really awkward because they're all on this cliff behind a waterfall and the big twist is that cocaine bear is a mother she has cocaine cubs oh wow the cubs are also doing cocaine oh of course and the bad drug lord guy is like in a standoff with a cocaine bear and he's got his rifle and he's like, i'm gonna shoot this cocaine bear <laughs> um but then the cubs like start distracting him and it's just sort of awkwardly shot in the moment. Like he's got this gun and the two cubs are like jumping on his legs and he's like, oh, I can't get a clear shot on these bears. Okay. And then I don't know. It's just sort of awkward and really dark and hard to see. And then the cocaine bear disembowels the bad guy, okay. which is like nasty. But compared to the earlier scene in the movie, there's this ambulance scene oh, yeah. where people get fucking wrecked. Okay. And it's really good. But um, it's just not. Yeah. Have you seen the guy on TikTok? he does yeah he's in the movie yeah he's yep. the tiktok guy's in the movie and he's one of the people who gets like super murdered okay. so that's fun yeah that's fun um yeah. that was the, that guy just popped up on my tiktok feet all the time yeah same <laughs> so when i saw him i was like oh he's the, here the guy's he's here. made it <laughs> yeah he made it into the cocaine bear movie congrats to him um he knows elizabeth banks now wow um what a life so yeah it's fine if you want to see cocaine bear pop off and murder the shit out of people and really gory sequences uh go check it out because you know there's some laughs in there um but i wouldn't say it's not like sharknado where i think they're trying for it to be like intentionally bad yeah um but it's not like a really good monster movie where okay. like it's about something yeah it's, it's just in the middle yeah it's just sort of in the middle for that kind of stuff okay yeah, it sounded like uh, a good time. Yeah. That's what a lot of the movies out right now are. Just yeah. like a good, good time at the theater. Time at the theater, mm -hmm. which is fun. You need that. You need that area. It's better than most like February, March marches we get, which are just like sucky ass movies. Yeah, There's a lot of sequels too. I, I got to be honest, mm -hmm. which I'm very upset about because I want to see Creed three. Apparently, it's great. I haven't seen any Creed movie or Rocky movie. You haven't seen any Rocky movie? I just saw the first Rocky because okay. I'm starting to watch them because I'm like, okay, I want to see Creed 3 because apparently mm -hmm. it's apparently all the Creeds are good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, and then John Wick, which I had to catch up on. Mm -hmm. I'm just someone who wants 
the full context. Right. It's yeah. harder for me to go into a movie and like fully judge it. Like if I went into John Wick four and had only seen one of them, I felt like I would feel like I couldn't fully judge it because I didn't get the whole context. Yeah. So for the Rocky movies, at least like you don't have to watch yeah. all of them to get Creed. The first one's very important. And then the fourth one is very important. Okay. Um, and honestly, the rest, I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I'm going to watch the fifth Rocky, which is like the newer, right. newest one. And apparently it's very bad. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any of the Creed's, but I've had I have a friend who's like super into them. And he's told me basically all the plots. Apparently, Creed three has nothing to do with any of the Rocky movies. OK. Um, And also is very much an anime like it's heavily yeah, inspired by anime. That's what I've also heard. I'm very interested in seeing it. Yeah, because it sounds very, very interesting. Um, okay, I'll talk about. I, I can't. I can't remember if I'm. I'm pretty sure I didn't talk about this long plane ride, but maybe I did. Did I talk about the unbearable way to mass talent on this? I don't think so. Okay, okay. So I don't think I talked about this plane ride. I've also seen this. Okay. Um, God, but I, I have the faintest memory of talking about this. Mm-hmm. The faintest May- memory. Let maybe me we did. Let me go back to our podcast page know, and see what I listed. I I don't know if I mentioned it either. I I saw it. Um, I can't say anything about. It. I saw it, um, and I think I mentioned it. But yeah, yeah, I don't. Okay, remember I did you not talk about, about this on the last episode. Okay, so I'll, I guess I'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, I had this long plane ride back from London back when I had a job where I watched four movies, um, and they all. It, it, the, the memory is me talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. I remember. Right. They all have the slightest hint of like that meta humor. Right. And it just, it was annoying by the end of the day. Oh, okay. Um, but the first movie I watched was Bros. I wasn't annoyed at this point. There was, mm-hmm. and this movie only has some meta humor at the beginning. Right. Um, but this movie's great. Uh, I know a lot of people, a lot of people like this movie. It bombed at the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone who's seen it had a good time. And I also had a good time. It was fun. I think it's a bit long. And that's my biggest complaint. It's pretty, okay. it's very funny. Um, it's very enjoyable and yeah, it's just a good time. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched the unbearable way to mass a talent, which I also think is good, but this is when I was starting to, I, I was, it's very meta humory for sure. Yes. It's extremely meta humory. And I was very, I was sick of it in a lot of places. Um, and this was, this was, I saw this Pedro Pascal was starting to pop off when I would watch. Yes. This, this was like right before Joel. Yeah. Like, obviously, Mandalorian already happened, but now this movie's having, like, a little bit of a renaissance yeah, yeah. because of Last of Us. Um, yeah, I saw this, and I thought it was good, but I wasn't, like, blown away by yeah. it. Um, it. I just wish they had leaned in... It's hard, because, like, the movie's premise is great. It's Nick Cage, and he's playing himself. I, I almost wish it wasn't... a part action thriller yeah spy drama true i i feel like they that element made it feel kind of cheaper like i felt like it would have been funnier if it was just about yeah Nick cage living like a weird life as an actor that would be fun it's also like the parts with his kid made it feel very inauthentic because i'm pretty sure nick cage has been married like four times and is not really like a family man yeah yeah 
So that felt like, okay, this is a movie. We need an emotional center. So we're going to yeah. pretend like Nick Cage has a loving family and a child. And, which he does. <laughs> which, I mean, maybe he does. Yeah, I don't know knows? for sure. But um, I remember watching the movie and Googling, like, is Nick Cage? <laughs> is this the life he lives? Because I don't think it is. Yeah. Um, he doesn't give off that vibe. Definitely not. Um, so, yeah, I, I also think it's weird that it plays into this thing where tiffany haddish just plays cops now have you noticed this yeah why does she only play cops now i i've seen her in so much stuff and she's always a cop yeah she is uh, i'm kind of sick of it i don't know i'm not the biggest tiffany haddish fan personally yeah i know some people like her a lot i think she is very one-dimensional yeah and i'm not a big fan of her acting um but yeah she basically this is like the same exact character as that show whatever that show is on apple tv after party yeah yeah she plays the same exact character mm-hmm. why does she keep playing cops i don't know yeah but yeah, I agree. But yeah, this reminded me a lot. I've talked about this movie on the podcast before, Adaption, where Nick Cage also does not play himself, but plays Charlie Kaufman. Mm-hmm. And that movie is very extremely meta too. And also divulges into like an action spy thriller at the end. <laughs> so it did feel very similar to that. Yeah. Um, there's mention of uh, Paddington, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Fun little movie. Yeah. And then I was just fucked. I was done. I saw See How They Run, which is a extremely, extremely meta um, Agatha Christie inspired movie. Okay. And yeah, it's extremely meta. I did not enjoy it. It's Sam Rockwell. It's, it's a bunch of good actors I like, but it's written very annoyingly. Um and it's called See How They Run. Does no one run in the movie? No, it took me a while to figure out what this was about. And it's because the plays are something about three blind mice in the movie. Oh. And then I was like, why is it called See How They Run? And then I remember the nursery rhyme where it's like three blind mice, see how they run. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. That's why it's called that. Um, but yeah, it's like it's decently fun for the acting. But the script is, I think, just yeah, boring and bad and then i saw emily the criminal which is that uh movie with aubrey plaza about um oh right person who has student debt and basically just uh becomes a criminal to try to pay it pay it back okay which is also good but okay. not but not insanely good i guess we should talk about between the last episode and this episode we did watch all of the last of us oh yeah the last of us i'm down to talk about it yeah i mean it was really really good mm-hmm and then I thought the ending was okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was super... It kind of just happened all of a sudden. It yeah. felt very rushed. The ending was rushed. I think that's basically what everyone I've talked to yeah. has said, um, which is too bad because I feel like with the kind of ending the game has, you have to spend a little bit more time yeah. building up to that. It kind of just happens, I guess. I don't know if they... Maybe they needed to make the episode a bit longer. Yeah. Or something like that. But yeah, just kind of, I don't know. I, I feel like it just hard cuts to like, okay, now Joel's got to like do that, do the thing at the end. Yeah. I think the difficult part is on the one hand, there's episode three with Nick Offerman, which everyone's praised as being like this incredible episode of TV. And it absolutely is. It's an amazing episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also have the Left Behind episode, which is also a good episode. Yeah. Um, but if they were committed to like a nine episode season, you know, two out of your nine episodes are now just flashbacks. Yeah, true. One of which has really nothing to do 
yeah with our main characters and then even the first chunk of the final episode is telling like ellie's birth story basically yep which takes away time from actually telling the story that's presently happening Mm -hmm. i think they just needed more episodes ultimately i wouldn't necessarily say they had to take that other stuff out but i just feel like we didn't get enough time between joel and ellie to the point like when we got to that last episode it hit it would hit harder yeah it would hit harder they and they'd have more time to build up to that final big moment yeah i think just one more episode yeah just do a 10 episode season yeah um but apparently originally it was eight episodes then the first episode was like what i heard was what i heard was that it was gonna be 10 episodes and then they crunched episode one and two into one okay so the pilot was supposed to be two episodes yeah yeah okay but. Yeah, but I'm an, I'm in agreement with you there. Like, I think we just need more time with Joel and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Like, I am connected to Joel and Ellie because I played that game. Yeah. So I don't think it was as big of an issue for me. Miriam never played the game. Wasn't an issue for her, too. But I can imagine it being an issue for people. Yeah. Is I mean, there's just no... There's not as much of an emotional connection yeah. built throughout the show as there is in the game. Because you're literally just playing hours and hours of them together just doing random stuff yeah there's there's a lot more small moments yeah. i feel like between joel and ellie in the game and that's what's hard is like someone who's played the game and for me i've played it like three to five times something mm-hmm. like that um it's hard to separate and i think overall great adaptation but yeah i think this is the best video game ad- adaptation we've ever oh done. yeah by far like yeah this is this is the standard now yeah it's still not like perfect and maybe it does get perfect with season two and three we'll see Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it's fucking fantastic i'm i'm terrified of season two because (laughs) when when the game came out part two the discourse began yeah um, and it was like some of the most insufferable discourse on all of the internet yep to the point where they had to shut down the last of us part two subreddit yep I don't think they shut it down, but everyone left except for the, you know, people Um, that like now that a huge like national audience, I mean, the game reached national, but like a TV audience is going to exposure to this thing. I'm like, I'm going to blacklist all the terms on Twitter or something. Yeah. Twitter's going to explode for the second time. Yeah. Maybe even bigger this time. Yeah. Like I, I never played. I haven't played part two yet. I'm going to play it before the show comes out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, all I just insane discourse i one of the spoilers i know i didn't avoid it yeah but there's yeah. there's other stuff in there and you'll see you'll yeah, understand yeah. why people were mad but yeah i know a basic very basic one spoiler i don't know how or what happens yeah specifically but i just know one basic spoiler yeah and yeah i'm very i mean i'm i i also think the show i don't know with with the pedro pascal obsession I think everyone in the show very much likes Joel and doesn't realize that it's a story about Ellie yeah. and not Joel. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing that worries me is that everyone is attached to Joel and some people don't even care about Ellie. Yeah. Like even talking to Miriam's brother who has never played the game but has been enjoying the show. Like mm-hmm. he was, he did not like the uh, Ellie flashback episode. He just doesn't like Ellie. Yeah. And I told him like, uh-oh. Maybe you won't like the show. <laughs> it's it's so tough without spoiling anything. Yeah. You're not. Ellie has a very complex story in part two. Um, and she's she is a full character in that game. So you really got to be. 
on board with it. So, yep, definitely. that's all I'll say. Um, I'll jump in and talk about something that's bad now. Okay, Ant Man Quantum Mania. Yeah, I still haven't seen this because it's bad. You don't <laughs> don't have to see it. You shouldn't see it, especially with this whole Jonathan Majors thing now. Oh uh, yeah, God, what a mess. No need. Um, that was the only reason I wanted to see the movie, and now I don't. Here's the thing: everyone's like Jonathan Majors, best part of the movie. Like he's. I mean, he's a good actor. I don't want to say he's a bad actor. Yeah. It's just, I don't, I think even in Loki, he was more interesting. Mm-hmm. Like his character in Loki was fun and intriguing. Whereas in this one, he is just kind of a supervillain. Yeah. Just angry and mean. And, you know, that's like all Marvel villains. So, yeah, there's there's a lot that's not good about Ant-Man Quantumania. Honestly, I've forgotten most of it at this point. But... It's not like intensely funny, like for a Paul Rudd movie. Um, I don't think anything of any real consequence happens in it. And the special effects are like bad. There's at (laughs) least there's at least one shot in it that was kind of unbelievable by Marvel standards where you can you know they shoot all these movies in like a green cube in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but there was one scene where I was like, man, there is nothing here except for Michelle Pfeiffer. She basically goes to put her hand on a creature in one scene, and you can just tell she's in a room doing this just with her hand <laughs> up, and and like it's the the comp the compositing there is just so not good it's it's like watching two different entities yeah um yeah but there there were a lot of cg moments in it where i was like man they did not get their best people on this Mm. um yeah it's i i think this might be it for marvel not in terms of like them as a franchise are done and no movies will come out from now on but i think the mainstream appeal and I think the the hype around them like is going to die. I don't even feel compelled to see every Marvel movie anymore. I didn't really for a long time, but now I'm at the point where if you know some other one comes out and I'm like, I don't really care. I'm just not going to see it. Yeah, seems like I don't know. I'm not seeing this. Yeah, I'll probably end up seeing it later. It reminds me of the Doctor Strange movie from last year where everyone said it was bad. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to see it in theaters. Yeah. And then I just watched it later on Disney Plus and it was bad. Yeah. Especially now that you have to keep up with all the Disney Plus shows to have an idea of what's going on. There's no way I'm doing that. There's yeah. I haven't watched a single Marvel Disney Plus show I think since Loki, yeah, that first season of Loki, I fell off. I mean, I'm I'm not watching the Star Wars. There's still Disney some, Plus shows either. There's still some people I talk to who it's this is their life now. Yeah, like he, I'll talk to someone and they'll be like, "Oh, you see the new insert Disney Plus show here?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "No," <laughs> but he yeah. every single Disney Plus show, he's like, "Yep, this is this is what I do now. I watch every Disney Plus show and every yeah. Marvel movie." I mean, That's we're talking life. we're talking about Charlie, right? No, <laughs> but it is Charlie. It, like talking about my neighbor Eric. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, Charlie also. Charlie, he doesn't watch everything, but no. Charlie, I know, still sticks with the Mandalorian and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I feel bad because I do want to talk to him about it, but I'm also like, I have to watch. I have to watch the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. I mean, I don't want. I the only Disney Plus show I've ever watched is Loki. Yeah. That's the only one I've watched. I would have come back for Mandalorian if they hadn't done the Book of Boba Fett thing. Yeah. Where they were like, yeah, we just resolved the 
you know, core emotional beat of season two in a spinoff show that you didn't watch. Yeah, and so season really three annoying. is just picking up like nothing ever happened. Yeah, that's really annoying. I, I just got to learn that some people are annoyed by yeah. having to watch other things. Like they think it's like cool that they've connected all these things. Yeah. But some people are like, they don't have time. <laughs> they yeah. don't want to watch all this stuff, especially yeah. with TV shows because they're way more hours to put in than, mm-hmm. than a movie. Yeah. And I don't want to like just I just have to get to sit there and get caught up by you or like some some other person. Yeah, every yeah. time I go to these Marvel movies, I'm just like, yeah. All right. What am I missing here? Yeah. Like, what the fuck was this part? I don't understand who this is. What's going on? Yeah, apparently, so Bobby Iger is uh, he's stripping. He's cutting back on the content a little bit, which is obviously a good idea. I'm just curious if that gets anyone back on board. Yeah, I think people just. I don't know. At the end of the day, people are just going to miss the original character, like Iron Man, Captain, all these original characters that attracted them to the MCU in the first place are just, they're all gone. Yeah. And they, no one likes any of these newer characters to, yeah. to be honest, that they're trying to. And it's not like the comic books where all you need is someone to draw the guy again and he's back. Yeah. Like exactly. if you want to bring Captain America back to life in a comic book, you just say, okay. And you draw him on the page you can't get Chris Evans back. Yeah, like exactly. he's not, but, I mean, unless he's he, Chris Evans might get to a point where he's desperate enough to come back. Yeah. You know, if his acting career doesn't keep going, which like it's been really good. So, yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe they, maybe they do have a new captain America. People like him as much. I mean, they do a Spider-Man all the time. People all like yeah. the new Spider-Man. Well, there is a new captain America. It's yeah, exactly. Maybe Anthony they, Mackie. It's just, I don't, I don't see people running to the theater to see this yeah, new Captain a, America. Yeah, but Anthony Mackie already has a connection to the MC. Like, why? Why they they should have just done a new person? In my yeah. opinion, I, did, I don't know why they were like, oh, let's just take this other character. And make yeah, it I don't know. I did watch that show, um, which I didn't really like. I thought it was fine. I I don't think I didn't hate it, but I think that's how I feel about most of the Disney Plus shows. What's next? Guardians of the Galaxy three. That one I actually am interested in. I am too. I mean, that's I'm mainly James Gunn. Yeah, second one I wasn't the biggest fan of, but it was kind of ruined by Infinity War too. Yeah, because they just undid all of the emotional story of mm-hmm. Chris Pratt's character. Yeah, I mean, like Star Lord just reverted. Yep, which is weird. Yeah, so now they have to. Yeah, I'm I'm curious what uh, yeah, what this is because this is his last Marvel thing. Really? Uh, yeah, because he's head of DC. I don't think they're gonna have him. Keep oh, I thought making... Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably Chris yeah. Pratt's last Marvel movie, yeah. but no, uh, James Gunn is done with Marvel yeah. after this. He's, He's making done. Superman now. Yeah. Hopefully the last scene is just him shitting on Marvel. Literally. <laughs> yeah. All the characters get in a circle. Yeah. They're all like, shit on you know, the Marvel logo. After all these adventures, wasn't that all kind of stupid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wasn't all this kind of just a dumb thing? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It was sort of just like a dumb thing for kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fucking just sort kids. of soulless attempt to make as much money as possible now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, anyway, you guys want to go uh, kill ourselves off screen? Yeah, sure. <laughs> just canonically, they all yeah. committed suicide. They just walk off scene and you're a gunshot. <laughs> just That's, five separate yeah. real gunshots. Everyone's like, well, no, we didn't actually see it, so who knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Marvel subreddit yep. debating for years. <laughs> we never saw them again. Yeah. Someone's still like, no, they're still alive. They're still alive. If you look at this this frame in Hulk 3 <laughs> right there that Star Lord ship in the background those five pixels I can see him yeah oh 
Yeah, that's that's the strat. Yeah. Um, I don't. Oh yeah, I saw Megan. That's the other movie. Oh, Mathrigan. Mathri M3 Gan. I saw. Yeah. Which is super fun, honestly. Okay. It's a, it's a good time. I think it's like it doesn't. It very much embraces what it is, which is good. Mm-hmm. And then it stops. It's one of those movies that stops doing that at some point. And you're like, oh, now I have to take it seriously. Okay. And then you're kind of annoyed. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Kind of ending kind of falls flat because it's just not as fun anymore. And it becomes mm-hmm. serious. And M3 Gan is actually evil. And you're like, okay. Um, but before she's just like a killing machine, like just bound to like protect protect the little girl, which is very funny to me. Yeah. Is that she just like fucks up everyone who like mm-hmm. even insults this little girl at all. <laughs> And it's hilarious, and she dances and does so, funny things. Spoilers for M3 Gan. Is it like a demon, or is it just like a bad robot? It's yeah, it's AI created by Allison Williams, who plays the main character. Mm-hmm. Basically, the main character um, has to start looking over this little girl whose parents died, and she's her aunt. Mm-hmm. And, but she doesn't know how to connect with kids because she doesn't have any, and her job is her life, and her job is like creating AI, and then she creates this AI robot to take care of the little girl for her and then the little the the robot like like start it's like one of those things where it's she starts taking the program like programming too seriously where it's like do at all at all costs protect this little girl Mm -hmm. she's like oh okay so i should fuck people up then oh yeah to protect her okay and then it gets she dances and she does like some really fun kills Mm. just killing these like random like children who are making fun of yeah little girl and then eventually she just like gets like too powerful and like it gets too serious and it's not as fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a fun time. I would have enjoyed to watch this in theaters, honestly. Yeah. Um, it, it came out in January, though. Yeah. It came out in January. No one wants weird. to watch a movie in January. No one does ever. I've never seen a movie in January. Never once. Um, We might do an episode on this eventually, but I also saw the Mario Bros. movie last night. Yeah, I'm going to go see it next week. Um, so I imagine we'll talk about it eventually. Yeah. Um, I didn't enjoy it. Spoilers for the episode. Yeah, the, this is one of those movies where it's critics versus audience on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So. Reminds me a lot of like No Way Home or something, though. Like, I don't know. Like, it's fun in the moment, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you're just like, that was just nothing. Like, yeah. there's no plot in the movie, really. It goes yeah. by really fast. And it's not enough that the best two parts was Jack Black and Charlie Day. Charlie Day does not talk in this movie at all. He just screams. Oh, really? And Jack Black has one amazing Jack Black moment, and that's mm-hmm. it. I think I've honestly already seen it on TikTok, so... Yeah, and that's that's it. That was, like, the peak of the movie, and then from there, it's just, like, they he does nothing else. Okay. And you're just like, God, what the... F-? Like, it's just... It's mainly Peach and Mario, and those are the two worst oh wow movie in my opinion that's so sad anya taylor joy finally (laughs) doing a bad performance she's fine it's just so generic (laughs) like normal and Mm -hmm. then chris pratt of course is like yeah nothing special yeah and then yeah they make donkey kong laugh like seth rogan and that's funny yeah i mean that's always a good time the i'm so mad because i haven't been to super mario world yet yeah me neither universal yeah i'm planning on going this year and i really hope to god by the time we go they have donkey kong merch because my friend went recently and she was asking us who our favorite Mario characters were. And I was like, well, Donkey Kong, if that counts, which apparently it doesn't. Oh, there's no Donkey Kong merch at wow, all. Donkey at Kong Universal. Is, come on. 
You gotta um, include Donkey Kong. He's like the first character. Yeah, they he was literally Don- like where Mario. Yeah, Mario. A Mario thing. wasn't even Mario yet. He was freaking Jumpman, Jump Man. and Donkey yeah. Kong was Donkey Kong. He yeah. was the guy. He started it all. And now he Just has respect. arguably better platformers than Mario. Yeah, true. Um, so I didn't, yeah. know, I didn't know Cranky Kong was his dad. Is that lore for real, or is it, that made up in this movie? Oh, I have no idea. I guess. I always kind of assumed it was like his grandpa or something. Yeah, I thought it was his. I thought it was just a random old monkey. I'm going to be honest, but apparently it's his dad. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I mean, I guess also my default was like, yeah, he's like an old. Yeah, I just monkey, thought it was an old know? wise monkey that like he knew. I didn't know it was like his dad. Yeah, no, I, you know, it might have been one of those things where it was just never explicitly stated yeah, in a game. But now it's true. Yeah, but now they're like, okay, Cranky Kong's his dad. Yeah, I guess I think Funky Kong's his cousin. Yeah, is Funky Kong in the movie? He is in the movie okay. briefly. Okay. He doesn't say much. God damn it. And Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong is bad. I'm going to be honest. Fred Armisen yeah. as Cranky Kong? It does not fit at all. That's he does insane. not sound like Cranky Kong. They should have gotten David Lynch to be Cranky oh, Kong. That would have been so much Could better. Why did they get Fred Armisen to play an old monkey guy? Like, why? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't... He's not old. <laughs> David Lynch would have been so good. That would have been so fucking funny. Yeah. And talking to Cranky also Kong. Also, not enough Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong's briefly in this movie. There needs to be more Diddy Kong. You're an embarrassment of a Donkey Kong. <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> would have been so good. You're a fucking disappointment. <sighs> <sighs> Give me more. Yeah. They, they just, they didn't embrace all the good parts. They embraced just the bad, the fine parts yeah which is annoying that is too bad well at least we have a hundred years of good mario games to yep, make up for they're it. all good there the movies are gonna be pouring out like crazy oh yeah once we get our i don't know what's the equivalent of minions in mario Die. koopas yeah i don't know the shy guys there was there was a ds game called like mario versus donkey kong march of the minis where there were a bunch of tiny robotic marios okay i don't think that that would be a really fucking deep cut yeah (laughs) but honestly i i would respect the hell out of universal if they're like yeah second movie's march of the minis so go dust off your original ds (laughs) that would be nuts also, way too many, way too many pop songs in this movie too. Oh God, really? They, yeah, they, in a Mario. Yeah, they have so much good music, and they just start playing the, like the most poppy shit. And I'm literally like, the yeah. most iconic game soundtracks of all time. Yeah, they finally play all the good music like during the credits, and mm-hmm. at that point, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But yeah, throughout the movie, they're like playing like I don't, I don't remember, just random like salt pop songs. I mean, that like, is Illumination, right? Yeah. That's their whole deal. They yep. just pay for pop music. Yep. Well, that's disappointing. Well, I'm still gonna see it. Yeah, go see it. It's I, still fun. Like it was still a fun time. Full theater. It was. Yeah. It was. Everyone was having a good time. There were annoying teenagers who were like yelling shit. I didn't like that. Oh uh, yeah, we're uh, we're inching closer to the world's first good video game movie. Yeah, we're we've getting, gotten the video game show. Yeah, now. true. We got a video game show, but we need a good movie. Yeah, I think they could make a good Mario Bros. movie eventually. Yeah, I'm sure they could. I don't understand why universal this, didn't give it to dreamworks this is just like the first one where they just have to like be super generic and like mm-hmm. cover like ever or appeal yeah. to everyone and maybe they can get niche now or something they'll, they'll get ryan johnson for the second yeah one. Well, once ryan johnson gets in here everyone ever will freak out <laughs> when mario, mario, mario dies mario, in the first yeah, 10 minutes mario dies luigi puts the cap away he doesn't want the cap luigi's mansion sequel yeah that's what everyone sick. wants i want more charlie day charlie day was actually good as as luigi yeah so I do want more. I wasn't sold on the trailers, but I was sold in the movie whenever he talked. Yeah. And he barely did. All right. Well, 
are we at i guess we john wick go to john wick uh so john tell me about your full day of john wick yeah so um john wick bb invited me to go see john wick chapter four with him and serena mm-hmm. and i it was like what was it sunday and you invited me to go tuesday or something yeah something like that um and i was too lazy sunday didn't start any didn't do anything uh didn't didn't do anything on monday either and then tuesday came around and i was like i should probably watch at least a john wick here to yeah get, to get caught up mm-hmm. and i watched the first one and it was enjoyable and easy an easy watch so i was like you know what i'll just watch them all i'll watch all three. Oh yeah I'll, i have time mm-hmm. i'll do it um but yeah i'll take you through watch the first john wick it's good enjoyable it reminds me a lot of the mario bros movie honestly it felt like <laughs> just the beginning like it was like kind of the beginning one mm-hmm. to me where it wasn't like they they didn't like reach the full potential yet which i think is was a good thing in the case of this series yeah keep it simple yeah kept it simple didn't like do anything nuts yet or anything like that i thought like some of the writing was a little weird and bad mm-hmm but overall, a fun time. A good. I mean, I've already heard the premise before. Probably would have liked it if I hadn't heard more. If I hadn't heard what happens with his dog and all that. Yeah. But yeah, I already knew the whole plot to this movie, which uh, probably downgraded it a little bit for me too. Mm-hmm. And then John Wick Chapter Two, immediate upgrade. Um, oh yeah, this is my favorite John Wick. It's the best one for sure. It's just great, and it finally like just gives gives you the memorable fight sequences which are the best parts of mm-hmm. the john wick series when just some crazy shit happens in a fight sequence or it just goes forever and you're like that's it just fucking blows your mind yeah um this one has just the best the best ones this is also the bad part about binging a, a series or a whole movie series in one day mm-hmm. is i don't fucking remember it at all and i'm i that's why i hate binging things right it's because i don't remember things like if i spread it if i spread it out i would remember like what differentiates each movie but now they're like they're all one they're blending into one movie because i literally right after i ended i started the next one i know for sure in john wick chapter two you get the opening sequence where he gets his car back which is probably one of my favorite action sequences it's so good and then this is also the one where I believe he's in the gun shop and he has to like build a revolver before all the dudes come up the stairs. Oh, yes. I'm pretty sure that's one. And that was also one of my favorite scenes. Yes. Because it's so ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, is this the one with Halle Berry in it? Is that the third one? I think that's the third okay, one. Okay, that's the third one. That's, that's the one with the bulletproof dogs. Yeah, that's the dogs are in that one. Mm-hmm. What else? God, there are just some crazy fights near the end, I feel like, in John Wick 2. But yeah. I can't, I can't it's the remember. one with like the Hall of Mirrors because he's oh, going yeah. after the Italian the, guy. The Hall of Mirrors is, is fantastic. I so thought that cool. was a really, really good idea. Mm-hmm. To the point where they almost like just straight up copied in the third one. It was very, it wasn't mirrors, but it yeah, felt, a lot the of end glass. sequence felt very similar to the to the second one where they're like, well, that looked really cool last time. Let's yeah. do something similar. Apparently, uh, I have some insider knowledge from Lionsgate um that the budget of that movie was like ramped up significantly because of that scene with all the glass oh really because they had to shoot it like a bunch of times and they just had to keep buying like special breakaway glass holy shit so it was just like the director being like hey we need like 20 more panes (laughs) of breakaway glass so we can throw keanu through it some more holy shit because that damn fight scenes like that take forever to shoot yeah you got to get all the angles and like make sure it's 
like the choreography is perfect and everything. Yeah. And I, God, the choreography and the fight sequences in these movies are so they're so good. They are top of the line. They are fantastic. Yeah. I, they're, they're some of the best I've ever seen. I gotta mm-hmm. say. Um, and the more I think the more these movies have grown on me as, as the days have gone by, honestly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're just super, super memorable. The third one I think was like a, it was just a bit too long. There were parts I didn't care about, but there's some. Even I mean, the beginning fight sequences are great with the horse and the. Oh yeah, and the motorcycle and the knife and shop. The knife shop yes. is so good. That, the knife I shop love was fantastic. That. Just these walls of like knives yep. and axes, and they're throwing at each oh, other. Oh god, so good. The knife shop was great, and then it kind of just pe- the the final fight sequence is fun too. But I thought the middle was fine. Yeah, uh, except the dog. The dogs were good, but the mm. rest of it, I. I was kind of bored throughout mm-hmm. the middle, but yeah. So if I had to rank them, I would go out of those three. I would go number two is the best, then three, then one. Okay. I think I would go two, then one, then three. Okay. I think three jumps the shark a little bit. Yeah. It goes so heavy into the lore. There's a certain point yeah, where you're there's like. There's a lot of lore. That's why I was bored. I mean, the, lo- the lore is just not. It's cool and it's serviceable, but it's not the most interesting part of this, these it's, movies. It is like cartoonish because yeah. like. The second movie is where they introduce the bulletproof suits. Yeah. And it's also the scene where they're in the... It's the New York subway station and him and Common are like shooting at each other with the silence pistols and no one's paying any attention to them. Yeah, it feels very weird. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And like two, it all works. And then three, like somehow bumps that up even further. I love the end of two where they're like, all right, all the assassins are coming yeah. for you. And it's slowly revealed that like everyone in New York City is secretly yeah. an assassin. Yep. <laughs> like everyone's looking at him like yeah. a fucking lady with her baby in the stroller. Yep. Um, just the whole <laughs> the whole world is just the secret assassin. Yeah. I was like 90 percent of the population in New York City is secret assassins. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, three really runs with that. And like the lore stuff um and honestly four toned that down a little bit i think Mm -hmm. which made me like four more yeah yeah i like four more than three i i put it at number two on my list okay of the four um i thought it was and i think it's bumped up because of this is the only one i watched in the theater and i Mm -hmm. thought watching in the theater was super fun although it was very loud it was so imax theater was definitely a touch too loud yeah i because like i've seen imax movies in that theater before and they were not that loud yeah felt like they had the volume too high or something yeah um i yeah i was surprised at how loud that was but yeah that that wasn't a i really like that movie i also just like how um I like how they all bleed into each other to make one sort of big story. Yeah, there's no separation between any of them. Yeah, John Wick, the first of the second is the only one that feels like it kind of has a little bit of separation. But not even like... uh, Just because the second and third both end on almost like, here's what you have to look forward to next, kind of, whereas John Wick kind of just like wraps it up and doesn't like hint at anything happening next. Right, yeah. Whereas the second one's like, ooh, everyone's going to start going after him now Mm -hmm. and, and all that stuff. So that's fun. Um, I do like how it feels like just one big story, all four yeah. of these. Well, I mean, we've kind of done general impressions. Do Do you want to just jump to Spoiler Town? Yeah, sure. Um, all right. Well, unfortunately, John, we have to take a detour. Okay. From Spoiler Town because Critics Corner has been resurrected. Let's go. Listen, all you online reviewers, you're out of the job. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to say... 
robots have come to take your jobs. Yep. Um, we were just talking about the the antique store with all the knives. Great scene, mm -hmm. right? Really good um, scene. So we asked uh, Chat GPT or or Bing, Bing. AI, yeah, uh, if they could do a little review for us for of John Wick Four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say what we wrote in for the prompts. No, we can't. Um, we'll just say we asked it to write a review like a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, and John, maybe you can give us this fantastic Critics Corner review that AI did. Sure. Um, the first two paragraphs are very like summary things. Yeah. And I, so I'm interesting. I'm going to skip them. They're not, they're boring. Um, so I'm going straight into the third paragraph. That's why it starts with a but. But I. Uh, Here's what here's what uh, Bing AI has to say about it as a trial. But I also didn't like this movie because there are there were too many guns and not enough knives. <laughs> guns are louder and boring. Knives are cool and quiet. John Wick used a lot of guns, but only a few knives. <laughs> I wanted to see more knives because they're more fun to watch. Knives can do more things than guns, like cut ropes, throw at people, or make sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I think this movie would be better if John Wick used more knives and less guns. He could have had more creative ways to fight his enemies, like using a knife as a boomerang or a grappling hook. <laughs> he could also have more funny moments, like using a knife to cut his hair or shave his beard. He could also have more emotional moments, like using a knife to carve his name on a tree <laughs> or make a necklace for his dog. <laughs> if I think John Wick 4 is a good movie for kids who like action and adventure, it is not scary or sad. It is just fun and cool. It has a lot of violence, but is not realistic or bloody. It has a lot of swearing, but it is not mean or rude. I give this movie a four out of five stars because it was very entertaining, but it could have been very better with more knives. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a powerful review. Yeah. yeah. They really stuck to the theme of yeah. where are all the knives and in John ideas, You know, yeah. I, that's what people are always saying on the internet. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you're going to criticize a movie, but you write a movie yourself. Yeah. And guess what? It did, right? The, the AI... Movie gave constructive feedback yeah. for John Wick 5. It was like, here's what he could do with a knife. Yeah. What a scene it would have been if he carved a necklace for his dog. Yeah. I, I would mean, love it. That's gotta be, because like, yeah, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character was just watching his dog in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he can make a necklace for his yeah. dog with a knife. Carve can, his name on a tree. <laughs> I, could you imagine, like, uh, I, could you imagine if we were going to John Wick 5 <laughs> and the way they introduce him is he's carving his own name <laughs> into a tree Whoa. in like Central Park. That would be great, man. God. Yeah. He needs more knives. That's for more sure. More knives. He's like carves his name onto a tree and then immediately goes to make a sandwich. Yep. <laughs> cuts a sandwich in half with his big knife. We need a scene where he's killing people and then he uses the knife to make, to a, make sandwich. a sandwich. He doesn't even care if there's blood on it or anything. Yeah. Just like, well, I can use it to make a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a whole scene where, you know, they're like, oh, Wick, did you bring a knife to a gunfight? Yeah. He kills them all only using the knife, even though they all have guns. Yeah. And he's like, that's not all this knife can do. And then, you know, he makes a sandwich and he carves a, <laughs> he carves carves a necklace. And Look how versatile knives yeah. are. <laughs> it's really just a big ad for knives. Yep. I love it. Mm -hmm. More of an ad than even knives out. Yeah. Crazy. He gets his knives out. He gets his, Maybe he gets, John Wick will take a big anti-gun stance in the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. Yeah. We need it. Um, that is funny because I am much like this Bing AI bot, and I do like the knife scenes more <laughs> than yeah. the gun scenes of John Wick. Oh, yeah. So I, I agree. 
But they, they still find creative ways for most of the time I'm bored by gunfights, but there's still good gunfights in the whole series. Oh, yeah. That capture my attention. I mean, Donnie Yen's character does have a sword, yeah. which is like a big knife, but he also uses guns. Yes. He's gun and sword guy. Yeah, gun and sword guy. I'll give it to... They still manage to find a way to make guns creative. At, oh, yeah. At times. So, yeah. Guns are usually just bo- like just boring. Yeah, I like, <laughs> I like that they commit to having scenes where john wick runs out of ammo and then just throws his empty gun at a guy yeah it's always always that's the best part of the gunfights when he's just like well fuck (laughs) this gun empty yeet yeet not useful anymore yeah i'm done with it (laughs) uh yeah john wick chapter four this is the longest installment in the series baby it's a it's a long one it's three hours long because all movies are three hours long now yep it's the times have changed Mm -hmm. since the last john wick came out and uh the irishman came out and he saw it (laughs) and he was like all right time to make a three hour three hours he couldn't reach three and a half No. no one else can do that other than marty no 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 he's not marty yeah He's not Marty. Marty walked out of the theater and he was like, yeah, I mean, it was good, but, but you know, mine was longer. You know, yeah, I need I need 20 more minutes. Yeah. Left for mine was longer and a gun was only fired like twice in my life. So <laughs> not as much fighting. Yeah. Real, real boring. Just a lot people. of talking. Yep. It's all about talking. Do you but, agree with do you want John Wick to have more dialogue in this movie? So many people are saying that. Why do why do people care so much? About I was going to say, sun? yeah, like, no. I, people are making fun of it because I did see there was a statistic. I think Keanu Reeves, I can't remember the number anymore, but he has a shockingly low number of lines in John Wick 4. And apparently like a third of all of his spoken words are yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> because he yeah. does say it a lot in the movie. They're like, John, you want to go fight these guys? And he goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does that Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's apparently... a almost a majority of what he says in the movie is just yeah yeah which i like who cares how he's john wick what what do you want him to say i do not care (laughs) you know we want a very long profound speech at the end yeah by john you want john wick to come out and be like the morality of killing (laughs) let me tell you the first time i killed a man it was my father. No, like, no. No one Get, wants it. Throw your empty gun at the other We're guy. We're here for the amazing fight choreography. Someone made a good point of like, that's that's fucking hard to memorize that choreography. Like, yeah. They don't want to have to make Keanu Reeves memorize lines and that choreography. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of fucking work. Oh, yeah. They're like, all right, you're going to do all these fucking insane moves and then give this long speech about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Keanu's almost like 60 now, yeah. isn't he? Like, yeah, he's old. You know, I'm shocked he's like still able to do these movies. Same. Especially because in Matrix 4, all he did was like put his hands out in front of him. Yep. That was like, he didn't do any like fighting in that movie at all. And so you're like, okay, well, Keanu's old. Maybe he can't like do the Matrix stuff he used to do. You can do the John Wick stuff. But yeah, you watch John Wick and you're like, this dude's an acrobat. <laughs> He's doing insane shit. He fell downstairs for yeah. like 20 minutes. Which is fantastic, by the yeah. way. This, is, this was a very funny John Wick. Yes. This was the funniest John Wick. I laughed many times. They are fast and furiousing themselves a little bit. Yeah. They're doing it better than fast and furious. I agree. But yeah, they they're completely aware of what these movies are Mm -hmm. and they're not afraid to make a joke at their own expense. And it generally works. Yeah. The majority of the time. Yep. Um, Very funny. And it's just overall some very fun combat. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I really like the top down scene. That was like watching this whole movie. I was like, nothing as creative has happened as the first three in this one. But then you get to the hotline Miami, like top down sequence where he's got the like fire shotgun. And you're like, okay, they still got shit up their sleeve. Yeah. I can't say shit. That was amazing. Yep. Which, yeah, if you didn't know out there, it was actually based off hotline Miami. I think it wasn't. I I, he looked up video game. Oh, something. okay. The director looked up. Um, I remember there was an interview. They asked him specifically about Hotline Miami. And he's like, I haven't played that one. But there was another game I uh, saw. Okay, so it's another one. Yeah, that was also top down. And he's like, I can do that. Easy. Let me do that. Yeah, yeah. give me that shit. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's fun. Um, feels like there's a lot of video game inspired shit in this whole John Wick yeah. series, honestly. Which it's, makes it fun. It's hard because like... I think John Wick would lend itself. I mean, there was a John Wick video game, but it was like an indie game and it was turn-based, which was interesting. (laughs) Turn-based. Honestly, it wasn't a bad game. It's just like... Why would you make a turn-based John Wick? Just make it full action. What's interesting about the turn-based thing is it's supposed to be like you're in the mind of John Wick. Uh, And so you're actively making decisions. So it's not so much that you do a thing and then the enemy does a thing. It's like you're doing something and as you move the enemy's also doing their thing uh, and then when you're done with the level it plays everything back in real time uh, so you're like oh man that's how cool it looked uh, like interesting. Um, but anyway the i don't know if you've heard of sifu it came out a few years no. ago it's a kung fu game really great uh they should make a john wick game because okay. that is like the best like kung fu action game i've okay. played um anyway i wanted to shout out the guy with the gold teeth um yeah, gold teeth guy he's just like he just kind of shows up i don't even really remember what the point of him being there was but he's that there. guy they gave him a role and he ran with it <laughs> he, he really ran with honestly my favorite character in the movie he did great he's so he he really does chew the scenery i don't know where they found this dude he's like seven feet tall and like 300 pounds he's got these gold teeth and super entertaining to watch oh yeah honestly like the fight scene with him and his goons wasn't even my favorite fight scene in the movie but that character i was like that's like a perfect one-off character i agree we don't ever have to see him again but i that guy i was like yeah this dude's this dude's doing something yeah exactly yeah this fight scene was a little like it's just another nightclub scene yeah which they just keep you have to have it in john wick you just have to have it um you know, it's it's the barbecue of the series. I yeah, guess. I was gonna say every Fast and Furious movie has to have at least one scene where they're around street racing, and there's a shot of like a woman's butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's like the nightclub stuff for John. Okay, Rick. yeah, you just have to have it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I would I don't know. I know they're they're like green lighting another one. Yeah. I would like I would love it if this was just the end of it. Yeah. It's, Full spoilers. John Wick dies at the end. Yeah. I'm like so cynical at this point. Yeah. That literally they showed his tombstone with his name on it and people mourning him. And I was like, he's not. He's not that's dead. that's really the problem with Marvel movies. Yeah. You know, people complain that like we're too much superheroes, too many quips. The real problem is now I see a movie and I'm like, well, this is a franchise. So like nothing is nothing this matters doesn't matter. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. Nothing can have emotional impact anymore now that something's a franchise. Yeah, it's so fucking I don't know. It's it is annoying because I, at the end of these movies, I always like imagine that world where it's like, oh, Avengers Endgame was the end. Yeah, right. Or like, or like this is John Wick 4 is the end. Like, that'd be so cool. That was yeah. a great way to end it. Mm-hmm. But you just know that 
that's not <laughs> as long like, as yeah. Keanu breathes. I think we're getting more. I mean, honestly, if this does actually become the end of John Wick, obviously they're still going to do spinoffs. But this if this is the end of his story. Like they did a really good job. I agree. Like I, I think he could still. The director could. St- you don't need Keanu. Get a new person mm-hmm. and still. He's a great. He does great choreography. Like mm-hmm. just fucking do more. The like I yeah. don't know. Come up with more cool and fun shit to do with a different character. Doesn't have to be John Wick. New action franchise entirely. Like, you know. Just keep making action movies. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be John Wick every time. Yeah. Well, it does because John Wick's a name that makes money now. I know. Exactly. Like, it did so well at the box office that, like, immediately it was like, well, the studio was like, let's do John Wick 5. Where is it? Like, they didn't even see the movie. They didn't even see what happened. They just saw the money. And they they leave that thing, that line at the end where... um, you know, their characters are like, oh, where do you think he is? Heaven or hell? And then they're like, I don't know where he could be. <laughs> and in one sense, it's just like a joke about he's dead. But on the other hand, you know, you know that he's in John somewhere. Wick 5, they're going to be like, I didn't say he was in heaven or hell. <laughs> I meant that he was in New Jersey. <laughs> he's and, in New Jersey in my safe house. <laughs> yeah. And there's John Wick. I'm in New Jersey now. <laughs> John, you live in New Jersey now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yep. I, I I liked. I enjoyed the ending. I thought the final battle was f- super fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. Good movie. I mean, there's. I I want to also mention Mister Nobody, who I actually really liked as a character. Yeah. Him and his dog, I thought had like a really solid arc. I really like that character as well. Um. I'm down for him to like honestly like be a bigger part of the next one i'm down too um yeah they took the dogs from uh chapter three they said let's do dog let's do more dog yeah get another dog in here i do love the full circle that like john wick cares more about saving a dog than he does about revenge or anything else once again he saves the man's dog (laughs) and the dude's like oh he's he's the homie okay yeah exactly yeah this guy cares about dogs Let's fucking go. Yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed his character. I loved that he was like, I'm not even going to think about killing John Wick until he's expensive enough to kill. Yeah, exactly. Um, I really liked the idea of that. And obviously, uh, Donnie Yen's character, too, was great. Oh, yeah. I th- I think what's so cool, it's weird that he's now played two blind uh, yeah. warriors. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because this one's choreography was so much more interesting. Because, like, in Star Wars... They say he's blind, but he just fights like a, you know, regular Kung Fu dude. Yeah. Whereas in this one, his fighting style really like feels like he's, he's blind. blind. Yeah. You know, I loved how he would like just swing his sword around to like hit, like to get a sense of the scenery he's in. He puts up the little like doorbell sensors. Yeah, that was So cool. he knows where to shoot. There's all this like really clever stuff to be like, he's blind and he's a deadly assassin and this is how he fights. Yeah. Not just he's blind and he fights like everyone else. Yeah, and he's Daredevil, so he can he can see. Yeah, That's yeah. like, honestly, I think the best part is, you know, a lot of these things when they do the blind warrior, you know, oh, he has this disability, but like he can see. Yeah. In the language <laughs> of the movie. with his ears. He can see, so don't even worry about it. But this guy, like, obviously he's fully capable, but his fighting style reflects that yeah. disability. Yeah, exactly. And in a way makes him deadlier, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Gotta say, also, very surprised Rina Soyamo is in this movie. She's, uh, I really like her music. 
Which one was she? She was the daughter of the. Uh, oh, okay. She was also great. Yeah. She was great. I did, did not she know she had any. I didn't know she could act, let alone like do kung fu and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I just like your music. And yeah. now you're acting and fighting in this movie. Yeah. So that was really cool to me as well because I, I like her music a lot. So oh, I was yeah. Like, what the fuck? I loved when she, she had that like really elaborate kind of kimono outfit on and then she takes it off and yeah. she's got her action suit ready to go. Oh, yeah. Very cool character. Although. Unfortunately, I think she's going to kill Donnie Yen now. Yeah, yeah. That was the little... Uh, <laughs> After he gets redeemed. Yeah, that was the end. It was also, like, okay. uh, Bill Skarsgård jump scare in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea he was in this. He's in everything, dude. And then he just shows up and you're like, oh, barbarian. Yeah, he's he's everywhere. Yeah. He's everywhere. Um, good old Bill. Yeah. Um, What else? Yeah, I just like the whole final sequence. Yeah. Honestly, the, the, the car sequence in Paris. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, just like all the different areas. The stairs we mentioned already, but I fucking love that too. That, that stair was, fight. The stair fight so all fun. the way down. He just gets kicked all the way down, has to do it again. Yeah. It's fucking great. Um, really, just such a solid commitment to yeah. having him fall down the stairs yeah. for like five minutes. <laughs> just keep fucking going. I, I, I think I said this in the theater. It's literally the scene from Hot Rod. Yep. Like he just keeps yep. falling. <laughs> Big Hot Rod fans. Yeah. Uh, clearly. Yeah. They should have got Andy Samberg in yeah. for something. <laughs> Andy Samberg should definitely be in John, John Wick 5. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Last thing I'll say about John Wick. It's weird to me. His name is spelled J-O-H-N, but apparently his full name is Jonathan. Yeah. The the guy who owns the Continental always calls him Jonathan. Yeah. And I'm like. Unless that's just like a nickname. But if someone called me Jonathan, I would be pissed. I'd be like, that's not my name. Yeah. I'm, J-O-N I'm Jonathan. is Jonathan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, don't understand it. As a John, I'm offended. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's just funny because I get it. Because like, I would call you Jonathan as a joke. Yeah, as a joke. But he always make you sound fancier, right? Yeah, and he sounds fancy when he says. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's a joke or his real name's John. Yeah, it would be like I like if I met that Continental guy, he'd probably call me Matthias, right? Matthias. I'd be like, that's not even kind of my name, Matthias. Yeah, (laughs) not Matthew. (laughs) Yeah, Sir Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's, yeah, I think it's bullshit. I don't think his real name's Jonathan. Yeah, I'm glad his hotel got blown up. Yeah, same here. Wait, is it back again? Yeah, he's... Oh, he's rebuilding it. That's right. Without Lance Riddick, which honestly, I know they didn't... (laughs) I know they didn't know. Yeah. But it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I guess so. I guess (laughs) worked out for the character. I don't know what the fuck. You got to feel a little bad because like if they had known, they probably would have given him a more like yeah definitely yeah absolutely than just just shooting him in the first 10 minutes yeah yeah a more like yeah a more satisfying ending to his character than just him dying because he had a great sequence in uh john wick 3 when they like have to close the hotel oh yeah yeah he's awesome in that yeah he's really cool at the end of that movie so it's it's a bummer that uh yeah definitely a bummer whack him off yep Big bummer. Yeah. Well, we have one more movie to talk about. True. Jo- Dungeons and Dragons. Honor Among Thieves. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, the surprise hit of the spring? No. Oh, maybe? Maybe? Uh, Everyone I've talked to is like, yeah, this movie's better than I thought it would be. I think they're... Yeah, yeah, no, it's fun. I think there's just like so many good surprise hits yeah in the, like right now you could go see john wick 4 mm-hmm. you could see this you could see mario bros you could see air you can see <laughs> air is apparently good apparently air is good yeah and that's the next one on my list 
So yeah, there's a lot of options right now, and Dungeons and Dragons should not be uh, slept on, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's a fun time. And I was talking like basically every one of my coworkers who was talking about it was like, yeah, I've never played D and D, but I still like the movie. So yeah, no, I, my mom even asked me that, like, do I need to like know D and D? I was like, no, it's, like it, there are yeah. references in there, and like if you play D and D, you'll know a bunch of the things, but mm-hmm. it's never like I yeah. don't know. They're not like tr- trying to. It's never like you need to know it or else you won't get it at all. Yeah. It's like a very audience pleasing movie that's just like, yeah, like everyone could watch this, you know? It's just a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's just like a fun kind of fantasy comedy. And that's Yeah, exactly. You know, it just happens you, to be titled Dungeons and Dragons. And, and I will say, as someone who's played the game, is also yeah. you're someone who's played the game, at least I felt like they really did capture the spirit of I agree. like what playing D D is actually like. Yeah, it felt like a cam- a campaign for yeah. real. That's fun. Um so I guess that's our general impressions. Yeah, we can spoil it. Yeah, because um, I want to give examples of like yeah, do all it. the because like here's the one thing, the one complaint I have, which is totally like a D and D nerd thing, and people will tell me to shut the fuck up <laughs> as soon as I say it, is I wish they had explored the characters' abilities a little bit more. Okay, Chris Pine's character is a bard, and he doesn't cast a spell in the entire movie. It's kind of even implied that he doesn't know any spells. Yeah, he just like, he's literally just a guy with a loot. He's honestly more of a rogue than he is a bard in some ways. Oh yeah. Um bards should it, if you're going to have a bard, at least have him cast bardic inspiration at some point. Okay. You yeah. don't even have to call it that. Just like in yeah. the middle of a battle, have him start singing a song that amps, amps everyone up. Yeah, yeah. Um but he's sort of our gateway character to get us into the story. So I can understand keeping him a little simpler, but like you know, if you have a bard, like, yeah, make he him does, a bard. He doesn't really have any skills, which is funny. Yeah. That's like the funny part about him. He's he the just, plan guy. Yeah, he's just the plan guy. He doesn't fight. He yeah. doesn't do shit. Other thing is you have clearly a high level druid uh, in your party and all she casts is wild shape. Whereas like druids have a lot of other spells they could use, you know, like uh, a lot of like plant based magic that okay. uh, doesn't get utilized. Um, they're saving for the sequel clearly I know well that's my thing this is definitely going to get a sequel I think because it's performed pretty well yep Um, so the sequel will get some more stuff Uh, but other that's my only that's my nitpicky bullshit nerd stuff I was like I want I wanted a little bit more you know class accuracy out of my characters yeah like the barbarian barbarian never rages which like that's true that is the core part of a barbarian's play style yeah where's the raging yeah i want to see the rage you don't have to call rodriguez rage yeah she fights but there's no point where she rages yeah i that's a fact yeah she's not raging at any point yeah she's maybe gets a little mad but no Mm -hmm. no raging um yeah maybe this is just another uh this is another Mario Bros. or John Wick one right here. This is just the beginning, maybe, mm-hmm. um, because I, th- I, d- I too think like I, I wanted like a little more exploration, mm-hmm. a little more deepness to it. Uh, but I think it's good for a first movie if they do another. Yeah. So, what do you think about their decision to basically not include any like meta jokes at all? I love it. I was also pretty much a fan of it. I'm yeah. a huge. That's why everyone can see. Like, if it was just meta jokes, I would have to tell my mom like. You might not understand like half of the jokes in this yeah. movie because you've never played D&D. Yeah, like what's a natural 20 yeah, or like, whatever. No one says you know? nat 20. Like my mom would be like, I don't fucking know yeah. what that is. That's not funny to me. <laughs> That's not funny to me. <laughs> nat 20? What the fuck is yeah. that? I just imagine someone in the theater, they make a joke, be like, 
oh man, I feel like I lost some hit points there. Yeah. The guy in theory is like, what does that mean? That's not funny. <laughs> That's not funny. What the fuck? What is a hit point? <laughs> Anyone else find that not funny? <laughs> just me? Just me over here? Yeah, no, I'm glad I'm glad that it's just straight up fantasy movie. No mm-hmm. references to like actually playing the game. Yeah. My I think they could have gotten away with at least having like some stuff that was shaped like dice in the background. Yeah, just like little Easter eggs. Yeah, a little like nod, like character sheet or something. Like yeah. not something that's integral to the plot or like part of the dialogue. Yeah. But like in the critical role show, um, there's a scene where there's like falling boulders and they're running away from the falling boulders and the boulders are in the shape of dice. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you don't have to know what the dice look like to like understand that they're boulders. Yeah, yeah. So I I could have seen something like that. It doesn't make the movie worse that it's not there. It's just something I, yeah, I agree. thought of. I'm kind of glad they didn't. Honestly, Mario had a lot of Easter eggs in it. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like annoyed by them in the moment because it's not something I can pause or anything. And it's like, yeah. Weird. I don't know. It's just like we like you just see these little details in the back and they're just there for a second and then gone almost. Yeah. Which is cool on like rewatch, but there I'm just like, God, what what's that what is happening? There's so yeah. many references and yeah, so like much this is shit. it's like overwhelming for the people who know what's going on, and for the people who don't know what's going on, it's not anything. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't add to the experience. Yeah. So I'm fine. I'm fine with no Easter eggs. Yeah. I'm fine with no meta jokes for sure. And yeah, I thought it would, I, the only meta joke I kept thinking of was like um, ending it by like by being an actual Dungeons and Dragons game, like cutting to like yes. some. I kept thinking of uh, bringing it bringing it into the Game Night cinematic universe because this is the oh. same directors as Game Night, of course. And it's Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams. Yeah, and they were playing as these mm-hmm. characters the whole time, but that's just super uh, niche <laughs> yeah. towards me. That's true. The one yeah. fan of Game Night. Jesse Plemons is playing the Q yeah. Grant's character yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, thought that would have been funny for me. Yeah. <laughs> but then, no, it's fine the way it is, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I forgot these. this was the Game Night guys who did this. Yep, this is the Game Night guys. I don't think they've directed anything else together besides these two movies. Yeah. Or maybe, I think it was The New Vacation with Ed Helms is the other movie they di- oh, directed, which okay, is bad. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, a lot of people also don't think Game Night's great. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one's a fun one. For sure, and you could tell. I you could tell they know D and D too, but they didn't like overstuff it with knowledge. Yeah, there's there's lots of great stuff. Like I like the creative problem solving. You know, yeah. them getting the hither fither staff and being like, "How do we get in the vault? Oh, well, if we put a portal on the painting, like we can get in from anywhere. Like that's something an actual D and D party would come up with, and then the DM would be like, Fuck, "Why did I give them that fucking staff? Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And and so that was really what made the movie fun for me as someone who's like played a lot is just like, yeah, you know, them immediately triggering the trap. Uh, for the bridge and being like, well, now we have to figure out some other way to get across. Yep, that would happen in a campaign for sure. Yeah. Like, that's just fun. That's fun shit. Mm. That's like basically if someone rolled a nat one or whatever. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you know, check for traps, you roll a nat one and set off the trap. And Yep. So it's it's stuff like that's exactly like why the movie works. Because yep. if you play the game, you can just imagine the metagame being played around the movie. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't, well, it's just a fantasy movie. And it's a good time. Yep. Um, yeah good job yeah good i liked i like that the paladin character was kind of in there 
he kind of represents what I think people think D and D is like. True, like someone being so tryhard and yeah, in their yeah. character. Yep, like it's like a Tolkien character placed into this ridiculous fantasy world. Yeah, and so I think it does a good job of being like, no, D and D is you make like goofing off with your friends and being like, oh, can I do this ridiculous thing with my spell that's definitely not in the rules and being like, yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. No one, yeah. no one plays it like that paladin because it's boring. Yeah, exactly. Boring shit. Yeah, I tried to play a serious character once. In our latest one, I did not enjoy it as much yeah. as, the, as my joke character. As your ASAP Montgomery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones are way better. Yeah. It's always fun to be a little bit goofy. Yeah, I agree. That's 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 the most fun way for me to play Dungeons mm-hmm. & Dragons. God, I want to play again. I know. We should, we should start another campaign. I know. I'm... I'm trying to get a few different things going, but yeah, we should see if we can get some people together. Playing yeah. in person is always more fun. Yeah, so I feel like we got to get some people together and like do a session. Yeah. COVID is over. Yeah. We kind can of. actually <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But yeah, we can actually play in person again. Yep, we can. Uh, we should just do the movie like as a D&D campaign. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I'll just yell at anyone if they deviate from the plot yeah, of the no, movie. That's the whole point. We have to stick to a script. Yeah. In D&D, right? <laughs> Could you imagine if you went to like your first, like not your first D&D game, but like any D&D game and the DM's like, all right, everyone, you got your character sheet. Okay, here's the script. Um, <laughs> just so fucking uh, Just read just over that table real quick. read. <laughs> yeah. uh, weren't we going to play D&D? Yeah, this is D&D. Yeah, we're playing yeah. D&D. Yeah, and you know, if you notice any grammar errors, you know, I proofread last night, but not super carefully. So <laughs> just let me know if you catch them. It's like <laughs> John rolls twenty, and I, I roll, I get a sixteen. You're like, bro, just roll the fucking I, dude. It says roll twenty. It says ro- you roll a natural twenty here. This completely ruins the whole emotional beat of this. <laughs> you roll a sixteen. I need yeah. a twenty. Give me the twenty. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't care what your modifier is. <laughs> I don't care if it brings it up to twenty with the modifier. I don't give a shit. It's a natural twenty, or it doesn't work. <laughs> this is just tw- this is like Marty. <laughs> Marty's D and D campaign. Marty gets on a D and D campaign. <laughs> God, I would kill to see Martin Scorsese DMing with like Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I roll the hit dice, and then. <laughs> Listen, Joey. Which dice is it again? The eight? D8, Joey, it's, D4? you know it's the D20. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, the well, D20. I don't have a D20. It's, Marty, where's my D? I, there's no 20. I, I brought you two sets of dice, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> there's no 20. Dice only have six. <laughs> I play craps yeah, all I, the time. Dice only have six. I brought my Yahtzee dice. Is that not the same thing? <laughs> Stop rolling the dice in a cup. <laughs> Yahtzee. What do I get now? <laughs> well, so you, you roll just to hit. Yes. And then you have to roll again for damage. What? <laughs> okay. I do uh, 25 damage. What What are you rolling? <laughs> D20. D25. <laughs> the 80 oh, i would now i just want that like you know how variety or like hollywood reporter does the like round tables around yeah, the oscars yeah next year like best just get all the best director nominees to play D yeah, together that would be so good It'd be so fucking good yeah imagine that with the daniels this year or something <laughs> the daniels the like... daniels with steven spielberg playing <laughs> D. yeah Oh, I'm trying to. So Daniels, Steven Spielberg. Um, who else is in that D and D party? I don't know. Uh, who else was nominated for Best Picture? Those are the only ones I remember. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't even have an episode talking about the Oscars. Sad. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, the biggies are coming up. Like, yep. hopefully next week or in that area. Charlie's in North Carolina right now. Yep. 
And um, I'm about to go to Florida, so now we have to wait to oh, get shit. back from Florida. Okay. I'm not going anywhere. You're so. staying here. You're ready for the biggies. Oh, yeah. I'm putting on my suit and tie, and then I'm not leaving my house. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, those. I mean, we can mention the Oscars. Nothing crazy happened. Nope. It was what everyone expected. I mean, it, if if we're talking to someone from last year, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> but at this point in our lives, apparently everything everywhere all at once, sweeping everything wasn't crazy, which yeah. is nuts. There was favored to win everything. And yeah, when it came out, I would not have expected it to win everything. I know. But it did. The Oscars are changing. They are. It's normal for very good movies to win. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. I'm... I mean, I guess nothing crazy has come out early on in the year this year. So, yep, um, nothing. Uh, there's like an A24 movie that I can't remember that is like the current people's favorite to win. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Past Lives. That's coming out okay. in May. Yeah, and that's all I've heard. I it's, mean, the Martin Scorsese movie supposed to come out this year, so that's another big favorite. Yeah, I just can't. I guess I can't imagine a four-hour movie winning Best Picture because that's happened before. Yeah, it's definitely happened before. Not recently, though. Yeah, well, wasn't Gandhi? Didn't Gandhi win? And that was four hours. Or did Ben Kingsley just win for playing Gandhi? I think he just won for playing Gandhi. Okay. But yeah, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know if Marty will win. People expected Marty to win with The Irishman, too, and he did not. Yeah, well, because it was The Irishman. Yeah, every time Marty has a movie at the beginning of the year, everyone predicts, oh, it's Marty. It's Marty. Mm -hmm. Marty's going to win. Uh, but obviously there's going to be some random movie that's just really fucking good. He he got his departed. Now we can yeah. We Apparently can Bo on. is Afraid is also very good, but I don't know if Ari Aster will ever be an Oscar. Yeah, movie. they they don't like his stuff over there. No, I don't know if he ever will get. I mean, Robert Eggers didn't even get one nomination yeah, for I Northman. Know. I know. Which is I crazy. I don't know if Robbie or Ari will ever yeah. show their faces at the Oscars. Maybe Nosferatu. Maybe. Bill Skarsgård coming in again. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't even know what else is coming out this year. Honestly, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I, it, I just kind of go with the flow. We won't really know until October or November or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, not much to say about the D and D movie other than it's good. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Go check it out. Go watch all the John Wicks in a single day. Yeah. Um. Perfect. Perfect way to do it. If you're gonna write a review on the internet now, Bing AI or nothing. I Sorry, won't read Prince. it unless it's an AI submission. Sorry. I, you know what? I could type on AI. I could make AI do a Dungeons and Dragons campaign with Marty Scorsese and Joe Pesci. Oh my God. Okay. Well, after that, we're doing, after this, we're doing that. Yeah. We should um, do a whole episode of just like fucking <laughs> crazy scenarios. AI scenarios. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, look forward to that. And until next time, stay big, you beautiful people. <laughs>